You know, through the last year and a half, or I guess a little more than that, we've been sort of tracking the fate of small businesses. And independent businesses, do you think a lot of hairdressers, nail salons, that sort of thing, they just they closed down. Uh, they couldn't, in fact, they were, in a lot of cases, a lot of states, they were prohibited from having customers. But the fact is, the business is back, and it must be back in a big way. There is a Carrollton-based company called My Salon Suite, which sponsors suites, 35 different states, over 200 locations. It's growing like crazy. In fact, they just got bought out. Ken McAllister is the CEO of My Salon Suite and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. My pleasure, David. So how many how many operators do you have? I mean, in 210 locations in 35 states. Great question. We have operators in all those, and, and our stores range between four and 12,000, but total operators right now, it changes weekly. We're open about a store a week. So right now, I think we're right around 6,700, 6,800 independent operators around the country. But you're opening. You're not closing. And that's 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 the interesting thing is coming out of COVID. And, I, and I'm, I'm not sure that we are quite yet, but it, it looks like people are going right back into their, their, their same old habits and going to their hairdressers or nail salons or whatever. That That's correct. And, and you know, what, what you got to look at in the in the beauty industry is that they we we operate under CDC and health and beauty guidelines already even before COVID. So they were actually already pretty healthy environments because of the clean you know how clean they were. And so we just elevated that, and and then all the the members would wear masks during their sessions. I, I don't know of one in the year, last year and a half where we had a major outbreak in any of our centers. So they're all independent suites. So everybody works independently. You're not in a big room with 10, 20, 30 people. It's like a private dentist's office or a private doctor's office. And instead, I actually call our hair pet folks doctor of hair because they go in and it's all. And the customers absolutely love it because it's a one-on-one situation. Yeah, and this is one of those things where you can't just say, well, I think I'm going to start cutting my own hair. I mean, even my barber has a barber. That is correct. You know, um, again, in our stores, we don't only have hair, we have massage estheticians, but in every situation, um, uh, the uniqueness about ours can, compared to traditional salons is that they're all independent offices. They're all independent salons or massage um, or esthetician or nails. So they're all single independent operators. So what's the appeal to the single independent operator? I mean, why choose, you know, why choose my salon suite over... I don't know, just renting your own space. Another great question, David, is that, you know, what it really does is empower you to have control over your life. And so in the industry, I think anytime you give people time, uh, they can come in when they want to go to work. The way our centers are open, they're open 24-7. They can come in at 10 o'clock. They can drop off the kids at school. They can set up their day from 10 to 6. They can set it up from 12 to 4. And so they, they have control of their time. Everybody's got husbands, wives, friends, kids, all that kind of stuff, but it gives them control. They have complete control of themselves. All they're doing is managing themselves. And and the and when you do that, they're the happiest people in the world because they have no yeah. no other things to worry about other than themselves. Oh, yeah. I can see that. I can see that. So so tell me about the acquisition. The same company that owns Fast Signs and Nerds to Go bought my salon suite. Yeah, that, that was actually a terrific acquisition. We've been in business for about 10 years and it just got to a, um, a level where myself and my business partner said, you know, let's put it on the market and see what happens. And we really felt during COVID, 
COVID, there was a situation where the entire country shut down. Everybody was affected. Let's be candid. It didn't matter who you are, where you are, what part of the country, everybody got affected. There, there were a lot of gray roots that showed up during that time. <laughs> Everywhere. So in that situation, for us, uh, we followed all the state mandates. So we shut down 160, I'm sorry, we actually shut down 147 stores at the time, opened up 175. So during that, we were still building. And then what occurred was there was a big shift. Consumers, you know, if you're out there, you know, you want that, you want that service, but you also want that protection of, you know, because of COVID. And so there was a surge in our stores and it continues to be that way that not only do the independent operators want to work there because it's a great benefit, but the consumers absolutely love it because they get all the focus on them. So um, uh, that was in 20, um, 20 and 2021. And then we actually sold the company to Propel Brands in June of 20, this past year, 21. And um, again, it was a great acquisition. Uh, Fast Signs, there's a go. What they're doing is, um, and again, the lady over there, Catherine Munson, phenomenal. She's the president of IFA, the biggest franchise organization in the country. And she just, they were looking to create a, a brand of, of a group of products, a, a, a portfolio of products that are all B2B. Yeah. And we were the third one they brought in. And um, it's been absolutely terrific to work with because they're a franchise or they're, they're the best in the business. They're, you go look it up. Uh, Fran, uh, Fast Signs is in the uh, top 50 franchises in the country. Now we're in the top 100. So you got two really top brands. Nurse and Go is more of a, an emerging brand. And then we're going to add other brands to our portfolio to make it absolutely a phenomenal B2B business. So what does it do for you? Does it give you capital for expansion? Oh, all the above, yes. It, um, they um, Obviously, there was a transaction. They brought capital to the situation for us on two fronts. One, for our franchise partners to be able to go build new stores uh, for financing. And then two, we're going to add corporate stores. And then, but more importantly, it's the relationship. Um, uh, Fast Signs has been around for about 25, 30 years, and they had the infrastructure. And so it, it, there's a lot of shared services, yeah. which was excellent for our company and our partners and all of our stores around the country. So what's next? Uh, the growth continues? Uh, have, you, have you had any setbacks because of Omicron? Yeah, um, the growth has continued. The only setbacks that are occurring are outside constraints, which everybody in the country is dealing with. You're dealing with um, supply, supply chains. Chain. Yeah. Yep, supply chains, correct. And that, that's just bottling up some parts, you know, that go into the stores. You know, our stores have all kinds of equipment for hair, um, shampoo bowls, those kind of items. But we also have other, like a simple one, when we build a store, we air conditioners are hva out there but other than that our you know our you know we had a terrific year in 21 and 22 looks to be a gangbuster year so i i think for all of us out there um covid going to be around it's it's like the flu or the measles it's just you know the the uh, u.s economy and we're all adjusting to it yeah. so just you know protect yourself um you know do what you need to do to protect yourself on multiple levels and uh, i think you know We'll, we'll all move through it. There's a beginning to end, and it's just going to continue for us. So you know, there are, really, yes, sir. I was going to say, there are a lot of companies that didn't make it, and, and I would guess that this opens up some real estate. Are you seeing any deals out there? Are you getting into locations that you'd, you'd coveted? Um, yes and no. You are correct. There are some companies that succeeded and some didn't. You know, obviously, what we do is we stay on our path. And um, around the country, real estate really is a function of every independent, like Dallas is different than Atlanta. Atlanta is different than Orlando. Orlando is different than New York. 
So right now we're in 35. By the end of this year, we'll probably be up to about 38 or 40 states. We're going to actually our first store is opening in New York. What you pay in New York is different than you pay in yeah. Dallas. What you pay in Dallas is different. But um, in general, everything is, I wouldn't say it's normal, but everything's getting back to, to running your business as best you can. And using COVID as a, as a uh, looking at COVID as a, um, you know, how to adjust it with your people so no, that nobody is harmed by that, that uh, virus, so that nobody gets in danger of that. You know, you, you've got, so you've got 35 states right now, which means 35 different sets of rules because every state seems to regulate this business in a different way. But are you sort of above all that because of the franchisees? They have to deal with that and you don't on a corporate level? No, actually, we, we're involved on it. Like when all the states shut down, we already, going back to the beginning, as an industry, we already followed health and beauty guidelines, which were usually typically under the Department of Health. Like there in, there in Texas, we have a Department of Health that we fall under, which is pretty stringent for salons and cosmetologists. So there are already pretty good guidelines in place. And, you know, I got to be careful with this. It's, it's not quite as stringent as a doctor's office or a dentist, but it's pretty good. Yeah. And so we're, you know, so we're already there. And then you know, every state, during the shutdowns, and even right now, it's always evolving. So our policy is very straightforward. Whatever your state municipality says, because you could have a different regulation in the city of Dallas versus what the state does. So whatever the regulations, you just follow the local guidelines. So from a corporate level, we have these conversations all the time on if California puts in a new mandate, then you just follow the mandates. Um, and then we did we did help California in their, their reestablishing um, we had a lot of data. We went and looked at all the stores and all the people and how many services. And it was an astronomical number um, that, yeah, people came in and had COVID. And obviously under the guidelines, they had to to um, not work right. um, as an operator. Um, but what we found in all of our situations, at no point in the last year and a half, two years, did any of that spread in our stores. Because they're all independent. You're all you know, more than six feet. You're all in a private office. You know, a private suite with your own stylist, you get your own service, and uh, everybody um, stayed healthy. So when the state got the data with millions of services with no with no um, outbreaks, it just gave them data to make a reasonable decision to allow salons back, specifically suites. Suites are a little different than the salons, but in yeah. general, we just didn't have major problems across the industry. So I, I got to ask you one last thing. So. So my salon suite is based here in North Texas in Carrollton, actually. You and I are speaking. You're in Florida right now. And you were telling me that a lot of your corporate leaders and other employees are spread out across the country. You you are a virtual company. Yes, 100%, David. We were virtual before COVID. We, made, we, were COVID. we were cool before COVID made it cool to stay at home. So all the folks out there that say you can, can or cannot work virtual, the answer is yes, you can work virtual. Um, it is up to the end of the companies. Our entire company has been virtual since 2013. So when COVID hit, uh, we don't have rain days. We don't have snow days. We don't have those kind of days that um, everybody works virtual. When we need to travel, we do travel. Uh, we, we have an annual meeting coming up next week in New Orleans that everybody's going to get pre-tested, um, you know, that they, they're negative. Um, we give it as an option for the employees to whether they're vaccinated or not. You know, we we believe in independent. You know, if somebody feels they don't want it, that's fine. If you do, great, that's fine too. But we do want to have everybody tested, and we'll go into that meeting and feel very safe, and um, you know, we'll have a two or three days together, and go home and 
we won't have anybody walk away with COVID. So COVID, you just how you deal with it, David. So yes, 100% virtual, and yes, you can do it all day long. And, and always have been. Good advice to, to those who are, who are just learning. Ken McAllister is co-founder and CEO of My Salon Suite, based in Florida, but, I mean, sort of, <laughs> but mostly in Carrollton. It's good to have you with us. Thank you, sir. My pleasure so much. Thank you for having me, Dave. Thanks a lot. For more of our conversation with Mr. McAllister, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.